Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Companies. If you thought you missed your chance to refinance and save, think again. Mortgage rates have recently dropped below 3%, and Rocket Mortgage can help you save big. You could lower your monthly payment and prepare yourself for a better financial future. But you've got to act now. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rocket. Conditions apply. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. We're in a battle for America's soul. Liberty is at risk. It's time to speak up. Welcome to Brooke Talks America with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot, Brooke Says. For years, Brooke's been behind the scenes, helping conservative leaders articulate a vision for a better America. Now, she's front and center, and the mic is hot. Here is your host, Brooke Says. Hello, hello. Welcome to Brooke Talks America, where we discuss politics and culture from an unapologetically conservative perspective each and every time. You know, if you've been listening to my show that I emphasize that because it's true. We don't want any turncoat rhinos here. I'm here with my co-host, Colonel Jim Warshuk, as you know, is the former deputy director for intelligence at U.S. Central Command, served on the White House National Security Council, currently is the Hillsborough County, Florida GOP chairman, is the first retired military officer in Florida to endorse Trump. And, of course, I am your host, Brooke Says. Make sure you connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Brooke Talks America. Twitter is at Brooke Talks USA. I'm most active on that. Uh, email and go to the website, which is brooktalksamerica.com, Brooke with an E. If you'd like to partner with the show and be a sponsor and get your product, business, or service in front of like-minded conservative patriots and to support conservative voices, especially as they continue to get nuked off the airways, you know, we need to have a voice out there, too, then let me know. Email me. And if you'd like to donate just to help with the show because you don't have those other options, those are options as well. You can listen to archived podcasts of the show on my website. BrookTalksAmerica.com and also on iHeartRadio, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, and Podomatic. I do have an app which you can find in the Play Store. And if you'd like to go to the website to receive email alerts, you can do that as well. So, you know, before we get into all the stuff going on in Afghanistan and elsewhere, I want to address a couple of, I mean, you know, we need like five hours for the show, of course, but we have an hour or so. But I do want to address the, a couple issues that are getting the lefties all stirred up. One is that the coronavirus communist takeover is being thwarted by cheap and easy, don't have to lock the country down and give Democrats, including the demon dwarf Fauci, more power, drugs like ivermectin. As we've seen, they're pushing the jab so hard that it's falling apart. The mamas, the mama bears are not with it. Right. A lot of people have gotten it. Obviously, they scared them. They got it. You know, the lefties love it because it makes them feel virtuous. Right. And they're so scary anyways. But people on the right, because they scare people with their health, they got the jab and everything. But they want to jab the kids and the mama bears are not really having it. Okay, they're pushing new scariants every week. The latest one is Moo, which is short for Shamu. And relates to Hillary coming out of the Batcave to kvetch about abortion, which I'll be talking about in a minute. But the simple old ivermectin is doing the job, right? An Ohio judge even forced a doctor to prescribe it, and voila, it worked. And Joe Rogan, who the left has been trying to cancel because he tells the truth about a lot of things, even though, you know, I don't agree with him on everything, but he should speak. They're trying to cancel him. He got the Rona, and he took what the people that got nuked off of social media Suggested, which is monoclonal antibodies as well as ivermectin, Z-Pak, and other things, right? Who has been promoting that? 
Trump since the beginning. Yes, he did the vaccine for elderly and immune compromised, but he has always been promoting the therapeutics as well, right? The lefties are freaking out. He got better without doing it their way. They're literally upset he didn't die. That's not being hyperbolic, people. This is who the left are, and you need to understand that. Go look on Twitter. That's what they're talking about. And as I mentioned, President Trump and our awesome Governor DeSantis has been promoting monoclonal antibodies, right? So the scientists dictating these policies don't actually believe in science. They believe in control. And by the way, half of them are on the take with Big Pharma, including the demon dwarf Fauci. There was a time when the left was against big corporation and big tech, which is not so much now that it gives them power. And there's a great video out there. You know, the fake news media used to do actual journalism. I saw from 1976 where they were talking about the swine flu vaccine. If you can find that video, it's absolutely amazing. I do have it on my um, Twitter page as well and my Facebook, I think. Check it out. It's like deja vu, right? And the same exact thing. They used propaganda to promote it. The people that were involved were on the take and getting paid for and affiliated with the people that are creating the vaccine. And there were problems that they didn't want to talk about. And by the way, drugs have been taken off the market for far less injuries and death than what we have from the jabs for coronavirus. So again, and this was the same thing with the swine flu, it wasn't mass tested. This is the largest, biggest mass testing of human beings of a vaccine ever. They're testing it on you, not on animals, on you. So anyways, but with regard to abortion, you know, as you know, they're shrieking about the restriction on the so-called right to kill babies. I don't know what why anybody thinks that they have that right. As a matter of fact, the declaration is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness with life being the first, right? You're supposed to, if you, you don't have any rights if you're not alive, but they want to take that away. They left the dogs, you know, in in Afghanistan. They don't even care about dogs anymore, interestingly. They used to care about dogs, and every little white liberal in in, uh, Bronx and Brooklyn and Manhattan loves their little fluffy, but apparently not when uh, Biden leaves them behind. But, you know, so much so they're shrieking about it that, as I mentioned, old Hillary boomed, broomed out to discuss it from her bat cave. Here's what's interesting, and I haven't heard anybody else talking about this. Jen Pisaki was asked about it by one of the journalists or whatever you call them, the fake news media. She got really mad because they were pressing her on it about Biden. Why does he support abortion when he calls himself an avowed Catholic, right? Of course, Nancy Pelosi, you know, killer that she is, they're all with abortion. And to the latest, you know, to the day before the day after birth, it doesn't matter to them. Remember, Ralph Northam is still the governor of Virginia, right? We're going to put the baby on the table and decide what we're going to do with it. And whether if the mother doesn't want to kill it, we're going to keep it. So this is the craziness. Here's the thing that she said, though. She made a heretical statement I'm not. I'm surprised she's not getting destroyed for it by the tea mafia. What is it? Only men can get pregnant. Have a listen. Following up on the Texas law, why does the president support abortion when his own Catholic faith teaches abortion is morally wrong? He believes that it's a woman's right, it's a woman's body, and it's her choice. Why does the president? Who does he believe then should look out for the unborn child? 
he believes that it's up to a woman to make those decisions uh, and up to a woman to make those decisions with her doctor. I know you've never faced those choices, nor have you ever been pregnant, but for women out there who have faced those choices, this is an incredibly difficult thing. The president believes their rights should be respected. Go ahead. I think we got to move on. I think we have to move on. You've had plenty of time today. Go ahead. Ooh, little red lion hood is sassy. Haven't we been told that men can have babies? Hmm? So isn't this actually a man's issue too? Or only if you decide to keep the child and you want child support and you have to get that from a man. See, interesting how their logic works, right? And Florida is apparently going to put forth the same bill here. So what will happen? This is great. Liberal women are now calling for a sex strike. Yeah, the whole world is shattered because Bette Miller doesn't want to have sex with them. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the devastation and the tears are flowing. We're going to have to, you know, get a new levy for all the tears for that, right? The women are calling for a sex strike. They'll move to blue states with access to more abortion, depopulate themselves, and just validate Darwin's theory, right? Kind of a win-win, just have to say. So this is what's going on. But with regard to the Rona, you know, people are standing up and you need to understand something. I want to include this clip. We have been talking about this. Every person that said they're going to require a vaccine, they're going to have vaccine passports. They have been shunned. They have been said, oh, you can't say that. You're lying. You're being hyperbolic. Meanwhile, just a reminder. So all the things that Joe Rogan took and got better that were knocked off, they were kicked off social media. They were kicked off Twitter. Alex Berenson has permanently banned off Twitter for talking about truths about coronavirus since the beginning. And now he's canned off Twitter. And so many people affiliated with it, including the people that, in, in you know, developed the vaccine and everything. But here is Michael Yeadon talking about what is actually going to happen. And we have been telling you this the entire time. From vaccine passports, I can tell you who will benefit the people who are pushing it on you. And guess what? If vaccine passports come into being, they will be the world's first uh, common format digital ID for every person on the planet and at least one editable health-related flag, which will be, is your vaccine passport valid or not? And then whoever controls that database can set the algorithm to allow someone who's got a valid vaccine passport to cross a boundary like an international border or getting into a shop or a sports game and it will prohibit people who don't have that from doing those things. Once you're on this system and your whole life is permissioned by your status on on this system, have you got a valid vaccine or not, then you can be made to do absolutely anything. So let me just imagine this situation in six months' time. Your vaccine passport app pings, and there's a message there that says, Dr. Eden, it's time to come down for your top-up vaccine, which we'll talk about in a minute. And there's another little ping, and it says, and please bring your 10-year-old grandchild down. We've noticed they've not been vaccinated. And the final comment will be, just need to let you know, if you don't comply with these two requirements, within three weeks, your vaccine passport will expire and you'll be excluded from your life and all parts of your life. So you might think that you wouldn't let your grandchild be vaccinated, but I've just told you, I've shown you, if you let this damn thing go live, you'll be coerced into doing it. You'll have no way out. You'll have to comply. Yeah. Did, were people not saying that from the very beginning? And they took people off for saying that. 
it's not just about coronavirus either. They're going to have every access. And I've said this before. I have to say, I think this sounds totally like Mark of the Beast stuff. Talks about it in the Bible. Just saying. But they're going to be able to track everything. They're going to be able to control everything. And by the way, Michael, this is a segue, but not really. You know, it's kind of in line with the whole thing. General Flynn got debanked. Chase Bank, which I have to cancel my four accounts, right? Chase Bank got taken off of Chase Bank for what he was saying. So he can't question the election, right? A general, a three, what, three-star general, right, who told the truth. He can't have a bank account because he was telling the truth. So this is what's happening. We can't stand for this. Australia is seeing this. I have to say, you know, if you watch War Room Pandemic, which we're big fans of, Naomi Wolf, you know, she is now going around the country. She's talking about this and talking about medical freedom, parents' rights and everything like that. Biden told you that he was going to be doing all this stuff if he got elected. So I don't know why people like that didn't actually listen. This guy is. a And by the way, Tro, Trump said called him a Trojan horse. They said that this stuff was going to happen. Whether or not he himself, I think he's a dementia patient. He doesn't know where he is. He's being told to say stuff, but he's doing it. He's implementing the policies. And by the way, that coward, that coward eunuch, Obama, who's using this guy. I don't like Biden. He's a bad guy, always been a bad guy. I don't know why his son is not in jail. I don't know why he's not in jail. They all need to be tried before the Hague. But Obama is behind this with Susan Rice and Valerie Jarrett. And I'm going to talk with that a little bit about the lies that she told about Benghazi, right, when I talk with Colonel Jim about Afghanistan. He is behind the scenes orchestrating all this stuff, but he's such a coward that he's using this old geezer so that he doesn't have to get his hands dirty and his quote-unquote legacy dirty. His legacy is filthy, dirty, nasty. He is a bad guy. They're all bad people. They're destroying this country. And I just wish, I wish the Democrats would understand that that is a bad, bad guy. You're listening to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Colonel Jim, and we'll be right back after the break. More Brook Talks America coming up. Welcome back to Brook Talks America with Brooke Says. Check out the blog at brooktalksamerica.com. Here's Brooks Says. Welcome back to Brook Talks America. I'm your host, Brooks Says. Always love to jam in with the Judas Priest. Why? Because you got another thing coming. You're going to stand in my way. I'm here with Colonel Jim, of course. Make sure you listen to Patrick Hyland on the Sports Zone Sundays at 11 a.m. on this station, AM 860, The Answer. And do you need a tax preparer? They'll never stop coming after you. The IRS is never stop. They, they never lose their checks either. That's 100% certain. You have rental properties. You need worksheets to help gather your information. If so, contact Deb Snyder at 727-424-4499 or email email her at debsnydertax at gmail.com. You can find her on the IRS directory of federal tax return preparers. She stays up to date by successfully completing the annual federal tax refresher course that covers filing season issues and tax law updates. And as always, Remember to tell her Brooke sent you. And again, remember to 
check us out on the social media. Jim is on there. I am on Facebook, very active on Twitter, though. And again, if you'd like to partner with the show and be a sponsor, you can email me, info at brooktalksamerica.com. And if you'd like to donate, you can go to the website. Also, so Twitter is at brooktalksusa. So, Jim, you know, obviously... uh, what is the big news in the past few weeks is Afghanistan and the atrocity there. You know, it's beyond heartbreaking. And, you know, we talked about those beautiful young souls last week. I mean, these are a lot of them weren't even a lot of uh, companies, a lot of businesses put 13 drinks on the table. They weren't even old enough to drink some of them. It when you see their faces, it's just devastating, you know, but even here's the thing, even in our heartbreak, we cannot stop fighting. We never there's never a pause. The left never pauses. And Jesse Kelly made a really good point in re- in regard to what's happening with the um, the hurricane is that they use the devastation from the hurricane to talk about climate change and how you should give them more power. So we need to always understand there is never a time where the communist sleeps on trying to get their agenda through and trying to destroy the country. So we need to always understand that president trump understood this you know he came out with a couple of really devastating ads about this and i want you to listen to this uh before we get into it this is america is back highest inflation rate in the U.S. the border is collapsing climb of covid infections we amplify our power we summoned a new strength. This is a recruitment ad. we be embarrassed? Diplomacy is back. Now the Taliban are back. Kabul is not in an imminent threat environment. The likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. They own the whole country now, the Taliban. The Taliban are now in complete control of Afghanistan. How did President Biden get this so wrong? Well, first of all, the mission hasn't failed. Yeah. If this isn't failure, what does failure look like exactly? Biden, you destroyed not Afghanistan, but the world! I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. <laughs> Do I bear responsibility? Zero responsibility. China is ready for friendly relations with the Taliban. We have to ask the Taliban for permission for American citizens to leave. True or not true? They they are in control. I can't uh, think of anyone better to lead this operation than than. Uh, uh, They're just chanting death to America. Yeah. First of all, I want to know who is Taliban. I don't know who that person is, but they don't really have anything to do with this. This is the guy that's at 1600 Pennsylvania. This is the guy they stole it for. That clown. Okay? So, and I mentioned, you know, I'm going to be talking about this, is that Tucker absolutely destroyed the generals last night on his show. He talked about how they had progress, 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 progress in Afghanistan. They all lied. They all knew there was no progress. They knew that the Taliban was not defeated. And by the way, I just had to say, I hate this narrative that it's our troops that couldn't, quote unquote, defeat the Taliban. OK, and any anybody there, they put crazy ROEs on our troops all the time throughout the entirety of the war. And I and I have to say, it also started with Bush when he said, after they put the planes in the towers, oh yeah, this is a peaceful religion. It's a religion of peace. It's a religion of pieces. 
P-I-E-C-E-S. That's what it is. And most of the pe- a lot of adherents of that religion think that everybody's an infidel and they should die. All of them? No, of course not. But a lot of them do. And this is how they practice it. Okay? But the generals knew there was no progress and they lied about it. And they sent our men and women out to fight and die and get wounded and come back and commit suicide in the thousands while they were lying. Why? So they could get medals, they could get ribbons, and they could get promotions and go to Raytheon and make a lot of money. So it's very sickening what is happening here. But that was before the bombing of our people, of our amazingly beautiful soldiers, the Marines and the children. This was after. Afghanistan cannot be used as a terrorist base. But Afghanistan has become the Disneyland for terrorists. We plan for every contingency. Total chaos. It is heartbreaking. It is depressing. It's a failure. And he needs to own that failure. Very responsibility for all that's happened. He did not admit any mistakes. He did not uh, offer any change of course. He says we're going to continue forward. He really isn't taking responsibility. Mr. Biden, you did this. You made the deal with the Taliban. This is the consequences of it. like to play that guy's voice on my radio show, but it's important to show this is the person at 1600, right? This is the puppet that they're using. They did leave them behind, but guess who they didn't leave behind? They didn't leave behind a previously deported Afghan who Trump had deported, who has been accused of rape. A rapist. They made sure to leave the dogs behind and leave Americans behind, but they didn't make sure to leave that guy behind. And that guy is going to go in your neighborhood, Karen, someday. Okay, this is you know, this is what fighting. I don't know why the GOP can't fight like this. Trump understands this, but I don't understand two things. One is where is Kamala? You heard that cackle. She is black Hillary. Okay, she is the cackling person the the second coming of hillary with that awful cackle where is she right they shipped her off to uh the asia so that she wouldn't have to be affiliated we're going to hold her accountable but i'm going to make a prediction she will be uh they will 25th by the years end. the 25th amendment that pelosi talked about was not for trump it was for biden probably they knew all of this plan the other thing we need to velcro this to every single democrat Not Biden only, not Kamala Harris only. We're going to have midterms next month. If you are a candidate and you're listening to this show, you Velcro this to every single Democrat, right? You know how they get up in the faces of of Republicans whenever Trump would say something or whenever something would happen. They go up to the media, goes up to the uh, Republicans, puts the microphone in their face and say, what do you think about this? Do you agree with this? Do you believe, you know, Trump would say something delicate? Oh, you know, they go and apologize. No, no, no. This is what we need to do to Democrats. Do you agree with this? You left them behind. You left them behind in in Wisconsin. You Democrat in Texas, you left them behind in California, in Florida, wherever it is, they left them behind. This is a Democrat person who's in the White House. 
I don't call him president. Jim doesn't call him president. We call him the installed one. But nonetheless, he does have residency at 1600 Pennsylvania. He is responsible. That party's responsible. And you need to hold them accountable. And we're going to talk when we come back after the break. I'm going to you know open up with Jim and talk also, by the way, about Colonel Scheller, who's just been disappeared. Right. The lieutenant um, colonel Marine who called for accountability and we played the audio last week. But anyways, so you're listening to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Colonel Jim. And we will be back to actually talk with Colonel Jim after the break. (laughs) More Brooke Talks America coming up. There are those who want you to believe that America's best days are behind us. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee, the United States is still reeling from the most humiliating event in our nation's history. After two decades of our military successfully holding Taliban and ISIS enemies at bay in Afghanistan, the current regime handed over Afghanistan Afghanistan Christians and even U.S. citizens were deserted. Domestically, our sovereignty is being threatened, or at the very least, per long-term plans of the leftists now in power, we could soon witness the permanent fundamental transformation of these United States into an awful place that resembles craphole nations the majority of illegal border crossers come from. There's also more variants, more shots, and mask mandates being plotted along with economic government policies that could render our republic a hopeless economic and morally depraved wasteland. But despite all of that, I firmly believe there are better days ahead if, and I mean if, we the people stand and fight together under providential guidance while saying no to the madness. For in God, we should trust. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the RonEdwards.com. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Brooke Talks America. Visit Brooke Talks America on Facebook. And now, your host, Brooke Says. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Colonel Jim. Another excellent Edwards Notebook by Ron Edwards. And just a reminder, listen to Patrick Hyland on the Sports Zone Sundays at 11 a.m. on this station. This segment is brought to you by Barely Pod Furnishings in Crystal River. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 3. They're a 3,000-square-foot store with unique home decor for making your house a home, including a large selection of original American art, glassware, and pottery. Get 20% off using code BTA20. And remember, to tell her Brooke sent you. So, Jim, you heard that, and uh, Ron is actually right. You know, I want to just mention this the, um, before we get into Afghanistan. Biden, there are supposedly 15,000 unaccompanied minors that came across the border, and Biden has lost 5,000 of them. Just lost. I have been saying this from the very beginning that we don't want to get into immigration too much, but he, this whole thing with the open borders, Part of the agenda is sex trafficking of children and and women, too, for that matter. I knew it when I heard about this. The open borders, they they ship the kids all over the place. They don't have any idea where they are. They're getting raped and abused along the way. And remember when they went crazy over kids in cages, which were actually Obama's? What Trump did was merciful. 
because he separated them from the coyotes that are trafficking them and the people that are not their parents. They just use the kids over and over. Just one quick point on that. What do you think? Yeah, that's exactly right. The whole effort why they have open borders without any accountability, shutting down essentially the border patrol, shutting down um, ICE from doing their job, uh, putting restrictions on them for this exact reason so that they cannot control who comes across the border and where they go. They know they're being paid off by the coyotes, the cartels, Mm -hmm. to be able to... um, allow the kids to come across and then they are picked up put in vans and shipped to all parts of the country for whatever you know nefarious reasons which we all can can only guess um no accountability nobody is raising questions nobody is saying where are the five thousand kids why aren't you controlling this the media is not going to question it it's going to be up to us you know the conservative population in america to raise the issue and make it known to other people um but there's no intention here to do anything about it, and you know as well as I do uh, there won't be any. Yeah, and they don't care about the kids or the kids in the cages or any of that stuff. They care about one thing, photo ops, and they also, remember Sandy went down to the to the border in the empty parking lot, they also care about votes, so they just assume that these people are going to be votes, you know, for them in the future, so they don't care. They're just full of it, but I want to talk to, you know, the thing about the situation in Afghanistan. First of all, why does Biden say, I'm not supposed to take questions? <laughs> Isn't that the strangest thing? I mean, can you imagine for the life of you, for one second, Trump ever saying something stupid like that? Oh, I, I don't, I'm not supposed to take, oh, they're going to get mad at me for taking questions. I mean, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. And as I mentioned, they they... Obama's behind the scenes letting the dementia patient take the fall for everything that he is doing so that he doesn't get his hands dirty. And remember also lying, Susan Rice, and everything. But, you know, we saw this week, Jim, and this is, again, I mean, everything about this. And I know, you know, we you talked about it last week about how you're with the Operation Pineapple Express and the various organizations and doing the amazing work. You know, you're directly involved with that about getting people out. And I know that you had, you know, a situation where you have a, a family, I think, of 13 that you don't know what happened to them. And that's what's happening all over the country. But what did you think? I mean, you not only are a colonel, but you were there 9-11. This guy is receiving the Marines at Dover, and he's checking his watch. How how does that make you feel? I mean, this is you've done dignified transfer in just in general. I mean, how can we? That's unbelievable that he was doing that. And they tried to say that he wasn't doing it, but this the journalist or whatever you want to call him, he actually had to admit that they were doing that. What does what does that make you think? Yeah, it was so clearly obvious that that's what he was doing. They don't care. Biden was there. We they had to put him there. Uh, as a photo op to show that he was there and he had to him and and Jill Biden had to play, you know, the solemn president at the funeral or excuse me, at the dignified transfer. They didn't care about being there. They were there as essentially props. Biden didn't know what he's doing. Biden doesn't know what he's doing half the time. And and like you said, Obama is using him as the fall guy for uh, the things that Obama's doing, and of course Obama is taking dictate from China and other uh, leadership around the world, the globalists, to do their their dirty work, so to speak. And you know, you know, I called out several weeks ago, right after that happened. I said Trump needs to be there yes. to receive them in a dignified manner, not Joe Biden. And Joe Biden proved 
right there, front and center. He was the wrong person to be there. Oh, not only that, but apparently one of the families, you know, look, in general, I would not like any kind of behavior like this against the president. But I'm sorry. They did so nasty to Trump that I don't even care. One of the families at uh, Walter Reed was like they didn't want to have him there. And he, they said that. Um, but here's the problem, though. The DOD knew of the Kabul bomber, but decided them permission to drone. What was that? I mean, we could have stopped this. They knew. And yet everything about this, and this has been said, and it's true, this was the photo op for 9-11. I don't know why they wanted to make, you know, have 13 Marines killed for the photo op because it doesn't really do it. And by the way, we have to remember, there are 15 uh, troops that are critically wounded still i'm assuming at walter reed they may be you know still overseas we need to pray for them because they're in serious con- condition but you know they knew about it and they could have stopped it yeah exactly well within seconds of the drone firing a missile to stop the uh the vehicle that was carrying the explosives They called it off. And the reason they called it off was because they said, well, we're in negotiations with the Taliban, and it would have shown bad faith on our part had we did that. Of course, it turned out, and I'm sure they knew as well, that the vehicle had nothing to do with the Taliban. The vehicle had to do everything to do with ISIS-K, and we all know who ISIS-K is. But they let it it go, and we lost uh, 13 uh, U.S. service members and a lot of other innocent people. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Here's the thing, though. This just doesn't affect America. And, and I again, I, I don't like this. I don't like this, this narrative that we're humiliated. I'm not. I'm, I'm embarrassed for this clown that's in the office. The, the American troops are capable of making that place a skating rink. And they really should have done that. I mean, we should have been out of there within six months. You were uh, you were one of the involved with the, the horse soldiers that went over there when the planning stopped. And you were at 9-11 uh, in the Pentagon at 9-11. So you were in the planning stages from the very beginning with those guys, which, by the way, there's a bar in Pasco with them. Uh, but anyways, so. We could have been out within a year at the max and really said, we're going to crush you and destroy you and your family, too. I'm sorry if you get if you do this again. But they didn't do that. They just wanted to have war and money, war and money. But again, this doesn't affect just America. It affects our allies. And they're very angry. Right. Here's the thing. I wonder whether Prince Harry Markle, who actually, you know, before he met her, he was a decent guy. uh will say anything about it. He's been really active with the Invictus games and everything like that. He was in there. He was actually a soldier. He was, you know, legitimately over there. They didn't want him to go there, but he insisted on doing it. Wonder if he's going to say anything about it. Right. I don't know. Because it's Biden. If it was Trump, they would all be saying something about it. But they're quite as church mice now that it's Trump, Obama, uh, Biden. Well, it's really Obama, but still. Yeah, exactly. And if it was Trump, Trump would have Played out, well, not only that, as necessary, he had a plan. And, yep. you know, it's it's talked about amongst us um, retired military and veterans that Trump essentially left the plan on the table for them, and they it's still sitting there collecting dust. Had they followed the plan that Trump had put in place, things would have been different. Trump's plan was well uh, thought out what the process was. And even though Trump said uh, he wanted us out by the end of May, there was capability, there was opportunity in there to uh, take the time needed and to get it done and to do it right. Biden 
ignored it. Biden was following the other plan, which was we need to demoralize the U.S. military. We need to show to the world that the U.S. military is weak, that the U.S. military is a failure, and it all it is all part of the grand strategic narrative to downplay America's role in the world as a as a superpower. Well, and here's the thing, people, you know, there's all this rage, and I'm enraged, too, about it, about the $85 billion that they left over there. And I was talking with a friend of mine yesterday, and he made such a good point. I said, why would they leave that over there? Guess what? If they leave it over there, all of the people that make those tanks, weapons, and everything here will just make more of them at taxpayer expense. So the whole entire thing, the idea that you're going to give them C-130s, tanks, a three 300,000 uh, rifles, I think it is, like 140,000 pistols and all these things, Apache uh, helicopters and everything – Guess what's going to happen? You, Jane Doe, John Smith, the American taxpayer, is just going to pay for more of that stuff that's going to go in the hands of who knows who. So it's unbelievably despicable. You need to Velcro this to all Democrats. We have a chance. They, We are within striking distance, you know, hypothetically um, or proverbially about this. 1-202-224-3121. Call your Republicans and tell them to put on their balls. Reattach the balls and fight like men who are determined to be free. I am, you are, they represent you, and they better do it. You're listening to Brook Talks America. I'm your host, Brook Says, here with Colonel Jim, and we will be back after the break. More Brook Talks America coming up. To Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Connect on Twitter at Brooke Talks USA. Here's Brooke Says. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Colonel Jim. Again, check out the social medias before we get nuked off all of them. Twitter at Brooke Talks USA. Colonel Jim Warshuk is on Facebook as well. He's very active there. So, Jim, this is not the only thing. The them knowing, the DOD knowing about the bomber is not even the worst part. It's No, I shouldn't say that. It's it's part of the worst part. But here's the thing. His call with Ghani, he lied. This guy absconds with $169 million of your money, taxpayer monies, okay, in a helicopter. $169 million of your money. And by the way, Tucker has been exposing this guy. He was like a professor. So this college professor was the was the president of Afghanistan. I don't understand why we put retards like this in there, but that's what it is. Anyways, here's perhaps the worst thing. They, he had the call with Ghani, and they lied about it, where Ghani was telling them that things were really, really bad. And here's Miranda Devine on The War Room talking about it. Yes, well, look, I mean, if Nancy Pelosi... Uh 
impeached Donald Trump on the basis of a phone call. And here is a phone call that is uh, just as self-serving and a thousand times worse for America's interests. Uh, this was Joe Biden on July 23 speaking to the Afghan president, President Ghani, and basically asking him to lie in return for uh, military support, air support. Uh, and that air support, though, was conditional on uh, Ghani staging some sort of bogus press conference in which he pretended that he had a strategy to turn back the Taliban uh, and he got a bunch of important Afghans, such as the former President Karzai, uh, and uh, stood up and pretended that he had a strategy. And in return, Joe Biden would give him air support that he was begging for, but only until August 31st, which was Biden's self-imposed deadline, because Joe Biden wanted to have a moment on September 11 where he could preen as the first president who had ended the forever war. That was all he cared about. It was all about appearances that uh, this was now three weeks after Bagram Air Base had been abandoned in the middle of the night, not even telling the new Taliban, uh, not Taliban, sorry, Afghan army commander, you know, our partner, not even telling him. Uh, and, and all the air support that the uh, Afghan army needed. And I didn't understand this um, until recently, but air support is everything. You cannot have the army work without it because the Afghan army was modelled on the American army uh, in which yep. you need air support to strike your enemies, to carry away your wounded, uh, to supply your outposts. It's absolutely crucial without it. And, and because when Bagram was abandoned, so too did the contractors leave who had been servicing the Afghans' planes and their helicopters. So it, it was a crucial question, and Joe Biden just didn't care. And later on that day, um, Reuters reports another phone call that was between Ghani and General Milley and uh, Jake Sullivan, uh, the hapless national security advisor. And extraordinarily, in that phone call, General Milley is just as bad as Joe Biden in terms of talking about, he called it the perception and the narrative that's in the media that the Taliban are doing well, are on their way to victory. Well, it wasn't a narrative and it wasn't a perception. It was the reality on the ground. And you would think that our top general would appreciate the difference. Yeah. Jim, I mean, I just want to have you talk about that for a minute because I definitely want to get into solutions. We we kvetch about a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff to kvetch about, but I want to talk about solutions, and we're going to do that in a minute. Talk about this. I mean, he knew. He lied. They know it. And by the way, he should be impeached, and McConnell won't do anything. Yeah, he, he knew exactly, and Ghani was trying to explain to them, I can't do this because I don't have what I need. Biden said, well, go along, just as, as she said. Here's the narrative. Here's the perception we want to present. And so basically, just like everything the left does, they make it up. Biden encouraged him and told him to lie, and that's what happened. And, of course, the lie was revealed on uh, on the 31st as we watched the U.S. leave. We watched Afghanistan fall. We watched uh, thousands and thousands of Americans uh, evacuate. But even worse... Nothing was done to save uh, 
they claim 200. It's way more than that, Mm -hmm. let alone the Afghans who were loyal allies. And that's one of the things America has always done no matter what wars we've been in. We've taken care of those who supported and helped us, and now they're left at the hands of the Taliban, at the hands of ISIS-K, at the hands of um, the Yaqani network. And I I just know in the weeks ahead we're going to be seeing the Taliban parading in the streets with people's uh, decapitated and, mm, and, mm. and you know, the word is going to get out. It's The disaster is coming. Yeah, and they're going to have video to document it all. Absolutely. It's, it's absolutely disgusting. So like I said, he should be impeached. You know, remember, Colonel Scheller was fired. Vinman was was elevated. This is how the left works. One of the reasons why, and we talk about it all this time on the show, because the Republican Party will not fight. So what can you do? We need to replace them. Okay, we need to replace the rhinos with conservatisms. We, like I said, we need to empower people because a government of for by the people must include participation by the people. Here, I I, I have this audio because I want to um, play this before we get into it, Jim. You, as, the, as the, the chairman of the Hillsborough County Republican Party, a lot of people don't know really what that means. People say to me all the time, you're with the RNC. No, we're not with the RNC. The RNC is in Washington. We're a local Republican Party who does local grassroots activism. There are a lot of positions in the Republican Executive Committee that are open that need to be filled if you want to elect higher ups in the party, the political party that is the Republican Party, that if you want conservatives, you have to be conservative at the local level. So I'm actually not going to have time to play this audio, but I will put it on the Facebook. The what is the REC? So the, the REC is the, Repu- the local party. It's called the Republican Executive Committee. What is the REC? What do they do? How are they different from the RNC? And what is it that people are empowered to do at the local level? Okay, this is at the county level in every single state. You know, multiply uh, the number of counties in your state. In Florida, we have 67 counties. There are 67 Republican Executive Committees. We are the county party. We consist of uh, a chairman and a board, and we can, we have what we call precinct men and women, based on the number of precincts in every county. In my county in Hillsborough, we have 390. So we have room for 390 precinct committee men and precinct committee women, and we also, uh, based on population in each of those precincts, can have alternates. Across the country, there are four, over 400,000 precinct committee men and women positions, and only half of them are filled. We need to fill all of them with conservatives because, as precinct committee men and women, you get to pick the local chairmanship and party leadership in your county, which translates to the local party leadership in your state, which then picks nominees for office, picks delegates to the conventions there is a lot of control and a lot of power when brought together at the county level statewide in every single state and if we can get conservatives to control all that we can control the republican party because the rnc as you mentioned is made up of the state chairman and national committee men and committee women from each of the 50 states and territories and they have together wield a lot of power within the RNC and if you have 
strong conservatives like Marjorie Taylor Greene, like um, Matt MAGA Gates, people, MAGA and, people, and MAGA people, yes. we would have a major impact on the party, and it would no longer be a party of rhinos. It would be a MAGA party, and that's what President Trump envisions. That's why he didn't want to abandon the party. He wanted to instill in power and bring on the MAGA movement within the party. And he still wants to do that, but we need people to get involved. We need people to become um, local precinct committee men and women, which then generates that power uh, all the way up to the RNC. So I w- didn't have time to play the audio from this, but you can go to precinctstrategy.com. Precinctstrategy.com. He talks about it. This is Dan Schultz, and he's on The War Room. So if you ever you know, watch The War Room and find out, he talks about, he describes it. There's a, there's a video on there, and you can get all the information. But you can go to the local. Listen, if you are America First, MAGA, and New Right, Let's take over the party. Let Mitch McConnell go. We can replace all of these clowns that are not serving us, and they're not. We have to save this country. They will never do it. They are controlled opposition. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Colonel Jim. You're listening to Brooke Talks America. Make sure you follow us on social media. Get involved. We have an election coming up. They're going after DeSantis. We need to keep Florida great. We need to save America, and we need to bring back sanity to our elected officials and make these clowns who we pay with our tax dollars represent us and not their donors. See you next week. You've been listening to Brooke Talks America with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot. Brooke says, connect by email, info at brooktalksamerica.com. Connect on Twitter at Brooke Talks USA. And listen next Saturday night for more Brooke Talks America on AM 860, The Answer. Welcome back to What Else Did You Buy? Here's your host, Our contestant tonight is Jack, who is in the fitness. Let's find out what Element product he bought. Jack purchased an Element 55-inch Roku TV. And now, with the money you saved, what else did you buy? Jack bought the entire collection of 1980s VHS workout tapes. Save, stream, and sweat with your new Element TV. 